the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 306 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. We're calling this one, obviously, Missed Opportunities as we let one slip and threw two points in the trash can. Uh, definitely, we're going to cover our match against St. Louis as well. Talk about a triumphant victory for LAFC2 and get you all up to speed on rumors and half-truths and all that fun stuff. Because it's, it's been a busy couple days. Of course, can't get it done without the crew. We've got Araceli. We've got Tony in the mix. Bam will join us on Thursday, of course. And here we go. Araceli, how are you doing tonight? I'm actually doing very well. A little tired, but I have a good reason for it. For Some already know this, but for those who don't, I actually will be coming back to L.A. next week. I'm very excited not only to be back in L.A., but I have an amazing opportunity to work the Wrexham game in Carson. So I'll be going uh, representing the league as a producer and a social media manager. So the last couple of days has just been trying to figure out what's going on, basically. <laughs> but like I said, I'm just excited to be uh, back in town. Congratulations on it. I know it's a huge, a huge step up and a huge opportunity. And uh, yeah, the Wrexham fire is real. So that's gonna, that should be a lot of fun. And of course, Tony's in the mix tonight. Tony, how are you doing? What's going on, you guys? I'm doing pretty well. Excited for tomorrow. Disappointed on leaving points on the table and hopefully enjoying the final game at home for the season tomorrow half season half season yeah yeah for sure there's all kinds of drama after that of course we've got all-star games we've got leagues cup and then finally the league will get back into it again when they feel like doing it and uh messy will be coming quickly i guess at that point so uh yeah busy times that's for sure and i know the gold cup is this well the semis are this week and the final is this weekend of course here so I know that's going to get everybody's attention as well. And so, yes, busy, busy times for the football world. Um, also, one of our alums, Ben, is back in town. Of course, he works for St. Louis. So if you see him at the game, realize he's doing hard work for the, the team. He's doing great over there. Definitely say hi to him. He's, he's an important part of our history. Um, done a lot for us and uh, again he's he's pushing things forward working working for a, a team now he's made it a, a, a career so uh, definitely go give him a hug when you see him uh, I know I will as well and and uh, look forward to seeing him there so Ben welcome back home man um, y'all know we're coming after you guys but at the same time all love sir all right let's get into it let's talk about the match that we endured <laughs> That's probably the best way to to say it. But yes, uh, missed missed opportunities is really the the, the line for this one. As we uh, face San Jose, uh, they were missing more than we were missing in this game. Uh, they were a little more worried about the lineup. Didn't quite work that way. But uh, let's get to it. So basically, kickoff. We came out with a four through three. Our 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 normal lineup. Probably one of the stronger ones that we had. Did give Ilya rest for this match. He did earn that rest, let's be honest. So we have McCarthy in goal. Fall got rushed into the lineup with Maldonado as our center backs. 
Hollingshead on the right, Palacios on the left. Acosta was our anchor in the midfield with Cifuentes and Tillman next to him. Uh, we had Bowanga, Buke, and Bogush as your top line. As Vela, of course, get, got the rest too from the beginning. Um, slightly modified lineup, but at the same time, these are the most rested people that we have outside of Maldonado, who never rests. Uh, and that's what we ran with. I know the surprise was Fall getting the starts, but again, desperation requires these sorts of things as Chiellini doesn't play that many games in a row. So that's life. Uh, on the other side of it, it was listed as a 3-5-2 for San Jose as they had uh, Daniel in the goal. They had Mensa, uh, Rodriguez, and Beeson as their three center backs. Uh, midfield was Trauco, uh, Scahan, and Grueso. Their Outside midfielders slash wingbacks slash jack-of-all-trades was uh, Mane and Acapo, who were basically all over the place in this game for very obvious reasons. Um, up top was Ewobise and Espinosa, so they played them up as high as they could to face us because, let's be honest, they both have a history of burning us, so why not run with it, right? Makes perfect sense. All right, getting into the match itself, though, it got rather interesting rather quickly. Um, a little shocking, let's be honest, early. Tony, go for it, man. Tell us how it went down. All right. Um, so as y'all we all know, it came with a one-one draw, tied, giving one point to each, dropping us to third in the standings. But it all started off with in the 30th minute with a goal by Espinoza. Left foot shot from the center of the box to the bottom left corner, assisted by Jack Sakon, uh, with a through ball following a fast break. Um Kind of have to blame this on, put the blame on Fall on this. He kind of slipped and, uh, you know, avoided this. Could have avoided that if he didn't slip. But the field kind of looked kind of wet and unprepared. So I don't know how much conditions the field it was bad was. But at the end of the day, Fall should, should know better. He was rested. He should have played it better. But it is what it is at this moment in time because not even seven minutes later, we have a penalty. Um, thirty and the thirty seventh minute, um, uh, Denise Buanga converts a penalty. Easy, simple, puts it away with his twelfth goal in the game, and uh, that's about it. Because oh wait, sorry, not about it. Because fifty six minute in the second half, the keeper is shown a red card because uh, he decided he wanted to trolley and make an adventure outside the box and forgot he was outside the box using his hand to block the breakaway with Buke. I believe uh, that was Bogus. Yeah. Buke, it was Buke. Yeah, right? Buke, yeah. yeah. Buke. And it. yeah. Chipped yeah. it, blocked it, done. And red card. They were arguing like, oh no, Bob. I'm like, I'm sorry. It's like you can't put your hand up here like you're protecting your head or anything like that, especially your goalkeeper. That's your instinct was not close to your head. <laughs> um down to 10 men, but we could not convert with that 10 men down and ended up just with a one-one draw, like I said before. Well, at the end of the day, it turned out to be a wise move. You know, they, their their regular starter comes in, right? A goalkeeper, because mm -hmm. it was their backup starting this one. Um, you know, we couldn't we couldn't get the job done. If he had not done that, it would have been a break. Uh, it would have been a goal no matter what, because it would have just been a chip pass to finish. No big deal. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it, it made sense to do it in the moment. Now, looking at the goals, looking at what happened in this match, I think – the big story last game, it was, you know, joining us again. We, we had our moments with him before, but in this case, fall gets rushed in. He looked really unstable out there. Um, moments with the ball looked 
okay, but then he did turn over the ball at times as well. But what really got to me was it seemed like every time a player just juked a little bit, sold it one way or sold it the other, dude, he bought it hook, line, hook, line, and sinker, like full commitment into every little move. And and, and you're wondering, like, what, what's going on here? Is he that out of sorts? Um, which he was, and there was one that could have been called for a foul on him in the box where he was just sloppy in the tackle, um, throwing two feet into stuff, just really looked out of balance, I, I guess you could say. Just just didn't even carry his weight the right way for defending as a center back. Didn't look himself. Um, can't help but feel like, again, it's just a rush situation where, again, no no game experience for a little while here, and 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 the rust was showing, but it was it was a little disheartening, I'm not going to lie. Uh, to see him struggle as much as he did in this game. And it could have honestly been worse with his performance. So, yeah, really tough to see. In terms of us not finishing, that's the issue every time, right? We we, we have issues with finishing. What a shock there. And we saw it again and again and again. We're saved by a penalty that it was, but, yeah, we're we're in the doldrums here. That's that's for sure. The slide, the slide is real. Uh, you want to call it a funk, you can. You want to call it a structural issue where we need to start making some moves. You definitely say that, but we are not where we need to be, not where we want to be. Uh, it it looks a little scary in the moment. Aracel, your your impressions of this match? I'm going to be honest. I really did not have a chance to watch the match because I was actually at my niece's birthday party during that time. But based on the highlights that I had seen, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Fall definitely looked out of sorts. And I'll admit, when I first saw this, the lineup, I was excited to see him there. And, of course, to see other pieces like Tillman and Bawanga, because it's starting to look like, I don't, I don't want to necessarily say like the old team, but, you know, a very similar lineup that we're kind of used to. And it did make me question, was fall ready? Because as far as I'm concerned, or I don't know if there's been any indication as to how long he had been back in town before going onto the field. So it does kind of circle back to that question of, was he ready? But now that he's kind of gotten back into the mix, we can only hope to see better things from him when they do come back from break. Other than that, I mean, it's more of the same of what we said the last couple of episodes. The team has just been struggling. And now after tomorrow, they finally have that chance to rest. So I don't know. I'm, I always try my best to be optimistic with these, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, Ilya was was interviewed today, and that was kind of where he was at. Like, he's like, we really haven't had time to do any sort of training, to work on much of anything, because it's been game recovery, game recovery, game recovery. And maybe the day before, you're putting some stuff into it. But but ultimately, not any chance to really create chemistry with, with people who are getting forced together, because the chemistry is being made on the field. Um yeah, it's real. Uh, it's a real problem. And yes, the two weeks are definitely needed. Um, for some of us, it's not going to be the two weeks, right? I mean, all-star game comes quickly, but it is needed. Players are tired. We need a reset. We basically need to treat it like preseason all over again, and we're starting a second season. That first adventure is now over. Now you got to play for keeps. Now it's back to the real thing. Um, and yeah, we need it now. League's Cup, I know, is coming. I'm not sure how they're going to handle that one. We'll definitely cover it for you guys, but but it, it really puts the club at a bit of a crossroads here. Like, how bad do you want to sell it for that when the season's there too? And the team again is in the process of recovery. And you know, 
this is also that time where you might be get, seeing new faces come in to get to train with the team as well. So it might all work itself out. We'll see. Tony, I'm going to go to you on this. You were there. You witnessed it. You were as shocked as I was at some of the performances out there. Impressions, man? It was overall just like I, was, I called fall. He's been in town for a couple of week, couple of weeks now. Um, I believe he was at the last two games. Like they showed that he mm-hmm. was there when he was released from loan. Uh, I was not surprised again. Very short lineup in the back as players injured, players playing in the Gold Cup. So we had to play him, especially with chemistry. It is what it is. You just got to – it's similar players that he's used to, Palacios. Um, I believe he played with Hollingsons for a little bit, so he's kind of used to those. The only factor in the back was Maldonado. So without that was the only issue that I had with – he only had with him. It's communication there, which you need in the two center backs. 100% need. Uh, the other issue was um, Sifu not showing up uh, as much as I, I say it. It's like, we want you to do better. And it sucks, but he knows it. He already knows he's doing bad. He understands it and he's frustrated with it, but we still have to support him through and through through the good and the bad. It's our team. Through the good and the bad, that's not a supporter's aspect if you're not you know, hard on them, but at a respectful way. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, they could just say, you know what? F this, I'm just gonna play shit and give up on give up on us, the supporters and the team. So that's about well, it. Up in front. I'm before we go, just up in front. Yeah. Go for it. Go for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah let just finish the thought on that one. The up in front is it is what it is. If it's not Belonga, then who is it gonna be? Because we need to figure that out. So hopefully the new signing is perfect to go in that, that number nine's position and whoever's coming in with that DP spot. It, it's got to be real. It's got to happen at this point. I don't think there's any way around it. But what we have right now isn't the group that's going to work it out. They're just not. Uh, there needs to be a spark somewhere, somehow. Um, in terms of Sifu, yeah, he didn't have the greatest game. I wouldn't accuse him of not putting in work, though. He still put in the runs. He still put in the work. Things weren't working out for him, but he was still putting in the work. And, you know, at the end of the day, for me, I think most supporters have it where, yeah, we're going to say what we need to say, right? We're going to call it as we see it when they're not doing what they need to do. That's fine. Going in on a dude, uh, getting over the top with this thing, getting super negative with players. I'm not sure what you're getting at with that. Um, that's not quite support. Toxic ain't support. Um, that's a tr- that's trouble. Uh, they're trying to work it out. They know it more than you do, right? I and mean, they know when they're not doing what they want to do. They want to be the hero. They want to be the star. Uh, that you know, I don't I don't question anybody on this team for their work rate at this stage. They're 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 dogging it at this point. Um, they don't have a choice. They got to work through it. Um, but yeah, support is needed in the darkest times as well as the the happy times. And so at this point, they need us louder than ever. They need our they yeah. they need our backs, right? And we need we need to back them up. It's that simple. Yes. I'm gonna say he already knows he's he's messing with his own money at the same time too. He's messing with like the yeah. club's money and his own money because if he's doing this bad, he's not gonna get the paycheck that he wants. You know. But I think it's also a cautionary tale. I think this should be a cautionary tale to the club. I understand we kept Sifu because they felt like, one, we can get more money from him from Champions League. Two, um, we probably, they wanted to get the communication right going into Champions League instead of putting a new midfielder in there for, for the run. And that's totally understandable. But I think in longevity terms, for the player's sake and our sake, we kind of just have to sell when it's on the high than on the low. Because right now, I don't know what the deal was before, 
um, that deal may have been that because it wasn't the right money or whatever it is. But now that money is more looking like a better deal than probably that we might get moving forward. Yeah, I mean, we're not we're not selling them in his highest form. Very obvious. Not at his greatest value that he was at some point. But we're here. We have to make a move. We have we have to move pieces without a doubt. Again, we lost to Poku. There's going to be more. Got to make room. That's life. Let's do it. Let's make it. Let's improve this side and get where we want to go. Rumors are rumors. You know, uh, anything solid at this point? Just conjecture, I think, at this point. But we do know something's happening. There is movement. That's for sure. Now, uh, before we get into you guys' comments, we definitely want to talk about the three stars of this match. I know, shaking our heads. I'm kind of in that camp of we get as many stars as points we earn on the day. So if it's zero stars, zero stars. If it's one star, then there's one star. If it's three, then good. You won the game. That's kind of the way I'm seeing things at this point. But uh, let's go there with it. All right. I'm going to go to you, Araceli, first. Um, three stars simplify performance. Can we go with no stars on this one? <laughs> we can definitely go no stars. Yeah. I mean, sure. unless you want to give it all to Bawanga for the penalty, but. <laughs> he put in the work. That's for sure. Um, he's struggling, but he was working. That's that's mm -hmm. that's for certain. So um, you're calling on that. Uh, no stars for you then? Yeah, I'll go with no stars. No stars. All right. Tony. Um, Bawanga. McCarthy and uh, what am I missing? Um, Buke actually for like putting in the yeah. effort. Of course, you couldn't feed it, but Buke. Yeah, I mean, my first star would be, of course, uh, would be Bowanga. Honorable mention goes to Buke because he did put in a good work, work, work in this one, and uh, didn't get the, what we needed out of it. But I, I still, he's still creating things. So those are my two. I'm going to give. There we go. Um, all right. So we have that. Let's get the reactions from you guys. Where are you guys at on this? Where's where's the community? How are they feeling right now? I know there's some rumors we want to talk about, so I know you guys are going to pop that up as well. So this is a good time to get into it. So here we go. Jumping at the top. Daniel Angel. Hola, fam. Love it. Mark Lopez says, we got to take this one. Let's end on a bang. Austria El Coyote says, what's up, everyone? Good to see you on here, brother. Uh, Burke Fournier in the mix. There he is, back from Texas, ready to go. Uh, Myra Lopez, good to see Myra on here. We've got Dave Dave back in the mix, Dave Gomez. Hope things are going well, man. I, I saw you've been busy the last couple of days, that's for sure. Uh, he says, it was the first match in a while that every player was in their natural position, but chemistry and sharpness were lacking. Yeah, right, right. Smalls, I love what he says, and I hope this means something. He says, I miss Eddie Segura. I do too, and he's not far away. So um, I'm one of those guys hoping and praying for a happy announcement there. Burke, I like what you're saying here. He says, Ordas needs more minutes. Have you ever seen a guy that was more due than Ordas? He just, when he's on the field, you're like, dude, he's due. It's got, something's got to give. Something's got to fall. We got to see a moment from him because he's running. He's doing it. He's, he's, he's scanning all the time. He's in the right positions. It's just not, yeah, it's not happening. It's not happening yet. Uh, Burke's giving the no stars ouch. There we are. Uh, Soccer USA says, Buke has been putting in work, shows glimpses of promise. Potential is there. Yeah, he's a kid, right? I mean, sometimes he has maddening performances. Other ones like this one here. Um, he was he was doing it right. I mean, he was looking better. Last few games, he's been looking better. 
Um, is is he on a level we need him at right now at the moment? No, but but yeah, signs of life are definitely there. Same with Bogush. There's there's been some good stuff from him too in the moment. Are they playing their natural roles? Maybe not. Um, but yeah, we need more from others. That's for sure. Good stuff on Soccer USA. Those are comments for the moment. Thank you guys for that. We're going to speed on through the next. Of course, it would be LAFC Community News. All right, Tony, what have you got for us, sir? Um, nothing so much on Community News. Uh, they will actually be a, a pet day at LAFC tomorrow where you can adopt a dog and mm-hmm. check it out as well if you're like you're looking for a companion and everything like that. Um, pets are great animals, as you can see. My two lovely cats in the corner, <laughs> just chilling, and they do help when in good times and bad times, especially when you need an emotional support animal. They are really emotional, but they understand their feelings. So, if you're looking for that and you feel lonely sometimes, and you can afford and have time for a, a puppy or a dog, I highly suggest it. Uh, again, I move around a lot and stuff like that, so dogs are kind of I'm looking for the right one. Kind of know what I want, but need to save up for it. But cats is also really well, as well as uh, the Mo Facio uh, futsal court needs to be built. So donate, 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 whatever you can. It's if you need the link for it, it's going to be on lafc.com slash Mo Facio. And there are still the Mo, the Mo scars are still out there. It's a cool little, like, you know, little remembrance of them, and you can carry around with you. I always have it with me. So, yeah, that's about it for club and community news there we go thank you sir for that um yeah it, it is interesting with the with the purina um adoption we've ever done that before and of course st louis as you know that's one of their premier sponsors so i think that kind of follows them as they go across the league which is fine and again if if if, if a pup finds a home then mission accomplished right i got one at the house i would be surprised if eventually we'll have a couple more but yeah that's how it runs right you gotta have some pets it's, it's good hey. for you yeah, I was gonna say you're lucky the kids are away because you might actually come home with one. Yes, that almost happened. We went to another uh, event to get the dog taken care of with you know fleas and all that stuff. You know, summertime. And, and I do uh, find that yeah. interesting. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost I ended up with another say one. That I so, do find yeah. that interesting that it is Pets Night because, as you just mentioned, with St. Louis. Uh, new this season, I believe it started about a month, two months ago. There is a special mm-hmm. section at City Park where you can take your dogs to watch the game. I mean, it's the Purina section. Purina is sponsoring the dog adoptions tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's across the it's across their kit. So Purina doing work, I guess. Um, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. And I'm not going to say no to it, right? I mean, they they want to support and and do it the right way. That that's fine by me. Yeah, which is also kind of yeah. I was gonna say that's also the funny, the crazy thing is, um, um, for the people who go to the game, you they are giving away a pet bandana for uh, LAFC as a giveaway for the game. Which is, if I remember right, they're not one of our sponsors. So I think this is probably the first time a non-sponsor from us, but from another team, is giving out a giveaway. A temporary sponsor, yeah, or maybe not. Maybe they're sticking around after this game. Who knows? The Goodwill Tour of Purina. Who knows? Mm. Um, again, not going to say no to it. That's for sure. If they want to support the cause, fine by me. Again, if it's helping an animal, they ain't going to complain. 
Uh, all right. Of course, at this point, we are going to move on to LASC2 news. And for the first time in a long time, it is a celebratory edition of the LAFC2 update. You have the floor, Araceli. Let's celebrate. Yes, let's celebrate because it was a night of first for Sunday for LAFC2. It was their first home victory this season with a 2-1 to win over the Earthquakes 2. And in addition to that, Fabian Vasquez and Nathan Ordaz both opened their scoring accounts. Uh, Vavian Vasquez in the 12th minute, LSC2 forced a turnover, and Vasquez nails the goal off of a Christian Torres cross. Moments later in the 21st minute, Julian Gaines keeps the ball in the final third, laying it off to Ordaz in front of the net, who then turns and shoots down straight, straight down the middle into the goal, which would ultimately be the game winner for LSC2. If you haven't seen already, it was all celebrations. The team were out there doing the Shalala chant. It was absolutely brilliant to watch. Now, moving forward, they will, LFC2 will actually have two games this week. Starting tomorrow, it is the first ever edition of El Traffic Chico with LFC2 versus the Galaxy 2. I did not come up with these names. I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> but they will so be in Carson to kick yeah. off this momentous <laughs> occasion. Um, kickoff is at 7 p.m. Pacific time. Now, I know we do have our home game tomorrow. So for those who will be at LEFC, the match will be streamed on Apple TV. So you can watch it during the pregame stuff if you want. <laughs> Or check in every now and then. Um, and then later on this week, they will the team will go back on the road as they travel to Minnesota to face um, MNU FC2 on Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. And that match will also be on Apple TV. Wow, busy time for the kids. I don't know who's going to be available for that midweek. Because, I mean, Ordas and these other guys come to us. Like, a lot of them come our way, right? They're a part of our roster. Mm -hmm. That's tough on the boys. Um, definitely going to be shorthanded for that game without without question. So that's going to be hard to see who's who's missing for that for LAFC, too. But party's, party's number one, right? And and so you got to do that. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, let's just hope that the Ordaz magic from the last game just carries into the MLS. It would be, it'll be nice. It would be nice to see. Um, and then Minnesota, Minnesota's doing pretty well this year, right? Um, they've been doing fairly well. It's not a peak performance like last season, but they they are good contenders for the kids. Yeah, it's still winning a winning side. Um, at the end of the day, so mm -hmm. yeah, it'll be tough, tough road road day for those guys. So, again. Hope nothing but the best for the boys. Hope the momentum works. Uh, great to get a good home win. Amazing. Uh, good on them for pulling it off. All right. Let's go to it. Let's get to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. For this one, we finally get a St. Louis artist. Right? Something new. St. Louis. But also something very old. Um, so if you go to St. Louis, I'm sorry. But there's just one guy that you have to choose. And I don't think there's any. Once you see his name, you're like, yeah, yeah, we're done. Like, we, we, don't, we don't go any further because music isn't what it is without this guy. 
Um, and so for this one, for this week, we're going to go with Chuck Berry. Uh, right. Uh, and the album we're choosing is his 1959 album. Chuck Berry is on top and it looks like an ice cream sundae. So it's a pretty funny, uh, cover. Why did I choose Chuck Berry is on top? It's almost, uh, a collection. It is basically a collection of a bunch of singles that was released like the two years before this album came out. So it's almost like a compilation album, but these things, these songs, most of them weren't on an album yet. They just put them together. Um, and so basically it's, it's his best stuff. Bang right there. Um, at least for me, his best stuff. And so check it out. It's absolutely amazing. That album. Um, and if, if you can't get into Chuck Berry, I, I'm, I'm sorry for you. I'll just throw that out there. Um, Cause yeah, it's, it's great. It's amazing. Classic. Uh, Tony, I know you're on board with that, right? Oh yeah, of course. Johnny be good. Yeah. One of my favorite songs yeah. as a kid, when I listened to it, that was the first time my introduction to Chuck Berry because of, as y'all know, if you do watch one of my favorite movies is Back to the Future and uh, Marty yeah. Marty McFly plays it at the school dance and, you know, shows the kids like, you'll like this when you hear this. It's hilarious. As, as if he affected the future. Mm -hmm. funny good stuff good stuff but yes uh love it man uh so that is our vinyl club minutes all right let's move on to why we're all here that's right talking about football it's what we do all right so let's get into it we're talking about st louis city first time seeing these guys um talk about an expansion team over <laughs> overachieving they are the definition of it uh giving us our vibes that we had back when we started off uh, but even better than that, that's how good they're playing right now. So right now they are currently 12 wins, two ties, seven losses, top of the conference. Now, Tony, when you're talking about trends and where teams are headed, they're the exact opposite of us, aren't they? Yes, they are. Um, they have been on a good winning streak. And of course, they've you know lost some couple games. So they're on a three game winning streak at the moment. Uh, wins over Toronto, 1-0, a win over Col the Colorado Rapids, 2-0, and a win against St. Louis, 2-1, uh, or sorry, <laughs> Earthquake, the uh, San Jose Earthquakes, 2-1, and then the two losses that they have is against Real Salt Lake and uh, Nashville, uh, both 3-1. So that's what you can expect from the, that with us on the uh, downward turn, which we haven't won since our game against Seattle. At one nil loss, which has been all losses except for the tie we just had against San Jose. Yep. And the other thing that's pretty impressive is two of those three wins were on the road. One was in San Jose, which is never an easy match. The other was in Toronto, who just replaced their coach, manager. I know. Got crazy jerseys. I don't know why we don't have a third kit. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, but yeah, got an impressive win on the road for a team that's really trying to find themselves. Um, yes, it was a 1-0 win. Yes, it was a grind. But if you watch the game, you know why. It made sense. Now, we've played the same amount of games in terms of league matches. I know we played more games, guys. But in terms of league matches, it's the same. Dude, they're like double the goal difference everybody else. Like 16 forward, right? 16 ahead. Mm -hmm. um, wild, right? We're at six. Total goals for them, 40 so far this season. We've got 30. Goals against equal. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty darn good clip. Uh, that's for sure. So if you got offensive firepower, their defense has been holding pretty steady on the year. Um, everything that they need to do there, they seem to be doing right now. 
um, to, to be where they're at. So it's not like it's looking like a fluke and they're getting better. Yes. Cincinnati, I know is flying. We know this, right? They're probably the supporter shield, uh, front runners at this stage, but St. Louis, they're, 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 they're running it, Mike. They're looking good. They're looking real to be the top contender in the West, unless we wake the heck up and this will be a good chance. Good wake up call for us or a humbling experience. It's going to be really hard to figure out where we're going to be on this one. Let's hope it's for the latter. Now, looking at who's going to stand out for them, Tony, who are their troublemakers for us? Uh, the troublemakers are going to be, so apologies. I'm still learning these names, so apologies if I butcher them. It's always going to be a thing with me, so apologies again. Need to be better at it. But uh, Klaus uh, Loden and this is the one I'm going to butcher, uh, Gio Chini. Chini. Oh, okay. I was talking about being Gio Chini. I thought it was going to be changed, but yeah, Gio Chini are the three. Um, ones that need to be watched for with uh Giochini eight goals on load in five and Klaus five as well. But again, the uh Klaus and Loden, of course, with four assists and six. You know what's wild about this team when you look at what they do? Their top three scorers aren't just scores, they're mm -hmm. setup men too. Like it, it's so well rounded in terms of who's setting up goals and who's finishing goals that it's it's like you basically can get hit from anywhere against this team. So, you know, take Giacchini for, for example, he's got what eight goals. Yeah. And he's got an assist there. If you go rounded low in five goals and six assists is their top guy. Again, rounded. If you get Klaus five goals, four assists, it's all over. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're hitting you from different angles. It's going to be really hard for our guys to adjust to this, this side. They do play physical up top. They've got some size on this team. You could get bullied by them if you're not careful. I know early stages, they, they took advantage of some interesting back pass moments. So be careful back there. Um, they press. They push. They look for openings. They're hungry. It's going to be a challenge, a big challenge for us. Now, who's out for this game? Well, here it is. You have Palencia out for us. Still, Crepo. Yeah, we know it'll soon enough. And then Murillo still is listed as being out for this game. I, I know a lot longer than we expected him to be, but that's what we got for them. And this is kind of a, a huge thing for us. It looks like Klaus and Lowen will be out. Um, mm -hmm. Nielsen as well, which helps a little bit, but they still have the roster that's all over the place. You're like, well, what do you mean? Well, who's stamping up for them? Well, let's get into it. They won a win in Toronto. They actually played a 4-4-2. They had a goal by Asiel Jackson. It was a basically a a blown clearance by toronto and they got buried for it simple um on them but again by pressure you get these things who did they show up with well it was a four one two one two yeah their back line was parker and yarrow they had watts and a bear as their outside backs uh blome was their defensive midfielder with stroud and vaslov out on the out on the outsides Jackson as their advanced midfielder, Giacchini. And in this time, it was Aiden Iran as your striker. So a little bit of a modified lineup, but still getting results on the road. And now you're like, but Toronto's terrible. Yeah, Toronto's terrible, but they're also like the highest paid team in the league. So go figure. Um, we know they're in trouble over there, but still, going to Toronto is never going to be easy for anybody. You know how this league is. And of course, in goal, here's the other thing. Once you do figure them out, guess who you have to deal with? That's right. Roman Berkey of Dortmund fame. Uh, yeah, not easy to deal with. So pretty, pretty big roster. Who else might you expect? Well, they have Nowinski that can come in. They have Martins that can come in. Uh, Jensen, Perez, and Alm. So 
again, options are there. They're not going to hold back. If you look at the game before that, the 2-0 victory over the Rapids, I know, struggling Rapids, still a win. In that case, you had uh, up top, again, Adinrian, uh, yeah, Giacchini, Jackson is your attacking mid, Bolomi is your defensive mid, Vasilev and Strude on the outside. Again, same story. Yarrow and Parker were center backs with Bear and Watts, so it was consistent. Uh, to what to expect on this. I don't think it's going to be anything different than that. What we've seen again, the two big guys that you're used to seeing from them in the early stages aren't there, but they're still getting results. Take, take, you know, we take two major injuries and we already see where we're at, right? They take two major injuries and they're still making progress. It's real. This is trouble for us. We'll see how it works itself out. Um, Tony, when you look at these guys and I know you've watched a few, just like I have, uh are how are your concerns for this match i'll go right into it um they're a very solid team like it's it's not a it's not a like there's a star there's a star of course there's always has to be in one team but they're a very tight-knit group they flow really well again this is around the time most um expansion teams kind of fail or kind of drown out but they've just been gradually getting better and better especially with the uh, transfer market open they can bring in new players what they need and whatever they need to fill in the spots moving forward. Uh, again, with us, it's uh, I hate to bring this up, but it's a concern that we always have to bring up as well moving forward is the boys are tired. This is the last game before the two-week off and then League's Cup and everything like that. So we, it's a good enough rest, but the boys are tired. Our, our center backs pairings are very limited at the moment. We started off with four, and now we're down to two and a half at the moment. <laughs> it's the best yep. way to say it. Yep. So... If I want to win this game, I wanted to, you know, get this three points out, but we shall see with them. Cause again, this is going to be a very hard fought battle. They're a really good, just team. It's not, mm-hmm. we focus on this guy. It's a team effort. So we'll see what's moving forward. Yeah. I mean, I get, I get similar vibes. to how we were back in our expansion year, right? Wasn't total perfection in this lineup, but man, they're fighting for each other. There's a hunger there. They have that, guys. They're, they're, there's no question. Uh, Araceli, what are you, what's your take? I might get into a little bit of trouble for saying this, but just looking <laughs> at this roster, it still makes me proud because for those who aren't too familiar with St. Louis, this more than half of this roster was St. Louis 2 from last season, from the inaugural season of MLS Next Pro. So it does not surprise me that this team is having the success that they are. As Tony mentioned, they are a very tight-knit group, and I saw that firsthand last season. They even led the group all the way up to the MLS Cup Finals. Though they lost to Columbus Crew, still, they have always been a very powerful team. And looking at all of these players, uh, good examples like Yarrow, he's always been um, a... how do I word this? No, not just like a great defender, but he he was one who even captained the team. Akil Watts, uh, Azil Jackson, or as we like to say, A to Z Jackson. Lord knows I wrote that way too much last season. But they are very powerful center mids. So they, it's gonna they're gonna be a, a thorn in LAFC's side. Right, and even if you look at their backup options, right? So the backup, of course, would be Samuel uh, Adinrian. Seven games, two goals and an assist. Still producing, 
right? Anybody they're bringing in, you know, you go down, like remember last year how everybody was getting points on this team. Everybody was getting production. That's quite literally what they're doing. I think they have, if I'm counting it out right, there's 15 guys that have hit, hit an assist already this year. <laughs> it's a team effort. It, it, it's what it is. So it's going to be hard for us because we're not, we're looking a little disjointed right now. They're not, they're, they're, they're moving. Uh, they're very well organized. So it's going to be tough. Now that brings it to us. We know what they have. We know what we're facing. They're on the top for a reason that is not a fluke. But now it comes us. What are we going to do to deal with this? How are we going to handle it? What is this lineup going to look like? Um, I think the center back story has to be the first one. Like, what are we going to do? I can't help but think. I'll throw it out myself. If Keelini is ready to go to go with Maldonado, that's what you're going to see. Again, Fall had a moment out there. I don't think you just throw him right back into the mix against a team like this. Um, I'll go to you, Araceli, first on this one. Who's your center back pairing for this match? I have to agree with you. I would rather see a Chiellini Modolano pairing over Fall. Like I've I've always enjoyed Fall. There's absolutely no doubt in it. But given his performance for the last game, I would rather see him come in as a sub in the second half. Yeah, it's scary. It's scary. Tony? I'm actually going to have to disagree with you guys and say Fall gets to start with Chiellini because – Malnado, yes, as much as he is really good with Kalini and everything like that, he's tired. You know what I mean? He he said to Honduras yeah. not to call him up to the Gold Cup because he needs to stay with the team, and that just keeps adding more minutes to him if he plays them. So I honestly see Maldonado and Kalini, or sorry, Maldonado and Fall starting, and Maldonado subbing in for either Kalini or or uh, or Fall, but most likely Kalini because of course he's the older veteran with the heavier set legs as not you know yeah. as going that so which you know he could have also been rested last week specifically for st louis that would make perfect sense if they're going to do that experience is going to win the day it's critical in this game that we have to have guys that are comfortable you know um left back right back i don't think there's any question right it's going to be palacios it's going to be hollingshead there's no other way around it that's who we have at the moment that's who's available. I don't think there's much debate there. Midfield, of course, Sanchez got the rest, so Sanchez starts. He's the guy that was in front of the cameras today doing the interviews. I don't think there's any doubt he's getting into this lineup. He got his rest. He's ready to go. Am I wrong in this? Anyone who disagree? They think that Delia gets another rest? No. Again, the, old, the older dudes got rested for St. Louis. I can't help but feel like that's the case. Now, who's next to him? Is it going to be... Uh, Tillman Cifuentes, Tillman Acosta, Acosta Cifuentes. That's a harder debate as to who gets the moment out here. Is Bogus going to find his way into the midfield in this game? Tony, I go to you first. Who is lining up next to Hillier? I'm going to say Tillman and Sifu, to be honest. I feel like Sifu has a fire in him that he needs to show up, so I think he's like battling out for the start position. Um the only, uh, also, I was kind of with with you mentioning Sanchez. I wonder if there's a little bit of a chip to see, like you know, again going back to his Kansas City days to see, you know, knock them a little bit the rival, quote unquote, for them, <laughs> crosstown rival is going to be like let's let's knock them out a little peg just to you know get back at them. I mean, they don't have much history, right? There's no real history yet, not yet. They haven't played yet, but. Um... You never know. You never know what the vibe is. Um, I just, I don't know. Ilya and the way the way he kind of presented himself today was he's just ready for this game for the sake of the club. 
I think that's where it's at. Araceli, who do you who's going next to Ilya in this thing? Next to Ilya, I would put uh, Tillman and Acosta. Yes, I agree that Sifu does have a, that fire in him, but he hasn't been as reliable the last couple of games. So I would put Tillman in his place. There we go. I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to be Tillman and Acosta in this case with Sifuentes coming in later. Um, probably Acosta's 60th minute or Tillman's 60th minute. I think that's the logical thing. Could be Sanchez comes out for a coach, you know. We we don't we don't know, right? It, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how it cycles. But um, yeah, I, I I'm I'm with the Sanchez Tillman Acosta vibe right now. Now up top, of course, we know Vela got a rest in the last game, right? Doesn't get the start. Usually when that happens, the next game he starts. Um, are we all in agreement? Vela gets the start in this game. Thumbs up from Tony. Really agrees. Yeah. Buanga starts as well. I don't think there's a debate right, right there. Okay. So the question is, is it Buke? Is it Bogush? Is it the new boys, the kids? Um, I don't think it's going to be Ordas. I don't think that we're there yet. Um, I'm going to pick it as Buke. Uh, I'll go to you, Araceli. I say Buke. I- I'm going to be selfish. We need our dads for LEFC too. I'm sorry, but we need him to stay. <laughs> he will not be there. He will not be there. One can vote. On it's one. only one night. Yeah, I know. I know. But he's due. We need him to score for LAFC. Um, all right, I go to you, Tony. What do you think, man? I think Ordaz. I think after that performance against San Jose, like, yes, against Carson, but he's on a hot streak and we need someone to finish. And it seems like he can finish. Yes, he did have that one opportunity last game to put the game away. But, again, more experience on the field with the senior side if i were a player his age and it's either against the rival b team or like the main team i would i would rather play for the main team to get more experience up there nah we need him on the top side there's, there's no question but yeah the start is is oh man that would be wild if he got the start it'll be a, a shake-up if that happened um of course that gives us if, if Vogus doesn't start that actually gives us flexibility too because he could come in midfield as well as an option. And, of course, Duaneus is sitting right there ready to go as well. So you could have three midfielders get changed out by the time we get you know, to the 60th minute mark, which is something we haven't been able to do and be functional with. So that's rather interesting, right? That's positive. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Going to be tough. That's for sure. We have a proper test. Yeah, the hardest one yet. So we'll see where we go. All right. Let me take this over to the supporters, see where you guys are at, where your opinions are. We need it again. Let's go. Uh, let's go up, 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 up. We have. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. So I'm going to go. Yeah. Smalls was mentioning that Ordaz scored for LAFC too. Yeah. And he's due for the big team now. So you got that. Um, soccer USA is calling out the obvious here. We've been feeding balls to an empty nine space. Agreed. Buke's been ripping them into there too. Again, I, I think the service has been fine going into the middle. Just there's no reception for it. Um, soccer USA, Smalls Kenobi sure did. Gaines did some work down on the right, set him up, or Dodge shook his defender and slammed it home. Love to see it. Love to see it. Uh, Michael says, Michael, not Mike805 says, Guten Tag. 
uh, have a source close to Eddie Segura, uh, and unfortunately, he's not ready to come back. Not yet. That's a bummer. It's a bummer. So, soon, guys. Hopefully soon. Um, all right. <laughs> Burke's throwing out the Purina synergy. I don't feed my dog Purina, but yeah, I get you. <laughs> um, Velez says, uh, we can't get punked by the new kid on the block. Who's scoring tomorrow, guys? Well, I think Buanga is the right one. And here we go. Soccer USA, Buanga on the counter. There it is. He's calling Buanga on the counter. Ah, I love it. Um, Michael, not Mike, says, respect to Chuck Berry, the real king of rock and roll. Unfortunately, seeing him live, or fortunate to see him live three times. You were blessed to see him live three times. because, Yeah, pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. I'm with you, too, on that. Again, music doesn't move forward without Chuck Berry. That simple. Uh, yeah. Now, Michael, not Mike, says, oh, so St. Louis. Uh, here we go. Lutz Fahnenstiel. My second favorite sporting director building a European based team has been successful so far in their first season. He's right on that. Uh, dude, there's some Bundesliga two vibes that come off of this team, the way they approach the game. I'm just going to throw that out there, but uh, hardest name to pronounce in MLS without a doubt, but I think I passed the test. I have some experience with this sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> Soccer USA would love to see LAFC grab a striker from Europe. Like, uh, and by Nong from uh, Auxerre, or take a chance on a poacher like uh, Brit Asombalanga from Watford. Uh, you know, I, I'm down for anything. We just need a target. We need a guy that can finish. We're dying for it at this point. Dying for it. So I, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm with you guys. Um, Sakurasi also says, spend big bucks on Adam Trey or, or Mane. We know we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that yet. <laughs> but you never know. You never know. Again, if you throw Bale into the mix out of nowhere, anything can happen. Um, Ox, is this, this game is going to be a hard one. Hoping we come out with the win. That's, that's what we got to hope for. That's for sure. Uh, Soccer USA, we will have to break St. Louis rhythm tomorrow. We've had an, a rough time stopping penetrating offenses lately. St. Louis, very direct and fast organization, simplicity key to our victory. The simple stuff. Don't try to do, don't try to play outside of yourself, right? It's a simple thing to say, right? Hard thing to do. Um, do what you're paid to do. Do the job. Do it simple. Don't have to get fancy. Don't have to do no look passes. Just be intentional and make your moves, right? Not so hard. Um, except this team, it will be hard because they're going to be right on you and you have very limited time and space on ball. Uh, Soccer USA, Acosta and Tillman do not play well together. One should sub for the other. There you go. He's throwing his point out there. So he's thinking it's either a Tillman Sifuentes vibe or an Acosta Sifuentes vibe. So there it is. Um, oh, Michael, not Mike, 805. Do you think Seafood deal with Rangers fell apart and how he gets traded to an MLS team for Tam Cam Gash? As far as I know, the deal is not falling apart. There's no sign of that. So... If it did, I think we'd be reporting it. But uh, there's no sign that it is falling through. That's what I got, guys. Um, yeah. Nothing like that said so far. Uh, Falcon on here. Jose Bernal. See you at the game, brother. He says, just got out of work, and but hello and see you tomorrow. See? I know where I'm going to see you in the north end. Bring it. Same with Burke. I know I'm going to see you in the north end, too. He says, I like Bogus in the mid. Uh, wouldn't mind seeing gains come in for some minutes. 
putting in work, you earn it, right? That's how it works. Gain has been putting in work. Dave Gomez, Bogus, mid is his position. I agree. He's not a winger. He never was a winger. I never rated him as a winger. Um, I can't but help but feel, and I'll throw this out to you guys right now. If this is who we have, I really don't think the 4-3-3 is, is it. You know, I, I think there's got to be a change. Um, going out wide in the midfield or clogging the mid might be a better option, maybe even the way the Seattle does things, um, right? Uh, and, and playing it smart, maybe Acosta and, and, and Sanchez both playing deep, right? And, and, and then you go from there. But no, as it is right now, I'm with you guys in this. Bogus is not a natural winger. We know this. Ox says, I want to see our dads get more playing time. Kid has true potential. Again, I love watching the kid play. I love how smart he is out there, how he moves. It, it's, it's, he's real. He's a real deal, guys. It's just he needs that confidence booster of getting one across the line. He just needs it. Um, Daniel Hill, maybe unpopular opinion, but I'd rather face St. Louis now than when it was originally scheduled. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is true. That is true. But at the same time, they seem to be finding it. Okay, yes, they're two stars short, but they're still winning. They're still winning. Um, but I get you, man. They had more talent at that moment. That's true. Uh, David Day, I'm waiting for August. I'm waiting for August too, man. A League's Cup is going to be some weird experience for all of us. It's not my priority at all. Uh, I'm not sure. but uh, And I don't think anybody's looking forward to another trip to the Rose Bowl, but uh, I guess that's in our cards now. I know um, could be funny. Now in terms of the games, let's get you not so excited because why not uh, leagues kept from what I've seen. I mean, I guess we're playing the second place finisher between FC Juarez, Mazatlan and Austin. Whoever finishes second from those three will be our first game. So I don't even know on that one. It sounds like somebody playing a video game. I don't know. It's, it's not, most entertaining setup but there we go and i don't want to play austin because how boring is that all right i wanted to be mazalan but that's just me uh <laughs> right he's he's yeah tony's not in his head too because they're probably the most likely team that we could could smoke in the tournament so just saying well not just that there's a little bit more history with us with mazalan if you don't know the I, it's somewhere on the wall yeah um yeah. There's a and the jersey floating around too. Oh, dude, not in the wall. What am I talking about? It's not a wall. <laughs> For those on the yeah, on your voice, again, you went to grab family connection, everybody. Family connection. So there it is. Uh, <laughs> my home away from home. So yeah, familiar, familiar. Uh, all right. Uh, Marvin Chavez says it's going to be hard staying away from the BMO for six weeks. Some of will not be. I think there's concerts and stuff going on. Just saying. Um, yeah, I got to be honest, though. I'm I'm OK with spending a few weeks away from BMO. It's been a busy few months here. Uh, a recharge. And uh, yeah, I'm OK with it. Definitely OK with it. Um, and again, gold cup on sunday people i'm just saying yeah that's gonna be entertaining um david day says i like leagues cup but for our roster i'm looking forward to august no i i think we just need a breather we just do we just do it's tough um yeah that's exciting david day says messi versus cruz azul come on right um i just hope messi stays healthy in that game because Christian Sewell's going to take this thing serious and they're not there to get shown up by some random, uh, you know, all time 
goat kind of player, uh, they're not going to put up with it, right? They'll play him physical. They'll remind him that he's in a competitive match. That's for sure. I guess this weekend, Messi's going to be making his his appearance for Miami. So get ready for that. Um, yeah, this is the week that that happens. So that should be fun. Um, oh, Soccer USA, Messi goals versus Cruz Azul, over or under? Well, we don't have, you give us a number if you want to play that game, dude. You got to throw the number. I mean, you, you want the challenge, you got to throw the number. Um, I'm gonna be that guy and say, uh, under one. <laughs> I don't think he'll score. <laughs> I don't. Uh, it might set up something, but I don't think he'll score on the day. I don't. Um, he's been resting a while. Just saying, Tony. Think he's gonna go for a brace and make it look easy? Um, maybe he could go for a brace. Uh, again, uh, two. Uh, Honestly, I think I'll go on the, with the under, not because of lack of Messi's talent, but because he's Argentinian and most Mexican sides hate Argentinians, as just like the way it is, the rivalry really goes with it. So, yeah, I think they'll unless probably they go coach the team. Unless they coach the team. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Even though we have more. And, and give them all the money in the world. Um, yeah. We have more success with Mexican coaches than Argentinian coaches. If you look at the history of who's won cups, with. I agree with you. I agree with you. I do. Um, or Bora, but you know, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, right, right. Um, under two. You gave me two. I'll say under. Um, if he gets one, I'll be surprised. Again, have you seen Miami's lineup? Have you seen that roster? Like, he could he could drop dimes on these guys, but getting the ball back is going to be a, a question. They got some work to do. That's for sure. Uh, Jonah B, I am with you, man. Can LAC get a third jersey? I got to wonder. I mean, we heard about the numbers to qualify for third jerseys. How have we not qualified after last year? I don't get it. And have you seen how ugly Toronto's jersey was? Like, it looked like a Baseball City Connect jersey. All weird and out there. Um, If they can get one, why can't we? It's weird. It's weird. Um, yeah, Burke, he put up League's Cup at Rose Bowl. That's what it's sounding like. That's what it's sounding like. Um, it's out there. There was a news article about it today. Um, the only thing holding it back would be there's a 15 like event rule at the Rose Bowl. And they've gone well past it this year. And we'd be the 25th event at the Rose Bowl for the season, for the year. Uh, or at least the 25th approved like permit. Because remember, UCLA is going to be playing their games, right? Um, yeah, so it's got to be approved. And then I, I guess the article said it was it was an approval requesting fifty thousand. So, I mean, if you look at it and the date that's mentioned, that would be third round of the tournament. So it wouldn't be our first knockout game; it would be like our second knockout game, which could be a repeat against. Leon. There's like eight different teams that could be that, but Leon's one of them, and so I'm having a little bit of a <laughs> a moment, man, because I don't need those flashbacks anytime soon. Um, but yeah, it's it, it it's definitely it would be a knockout round of League's Cup, is what it would be, and so and a run, so it would require a successor, and then and then we make our run. So yeah, it's out there. The permits are out there. Let's see what happens with it. Um, yeah, it should be interesting. Hey, there we go. Soccer State. Can we get a Legends futsal game during the All Star 
weekend. Uh, definitely going to be some indoor soccer, I think, played and some other stuff. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, David Day, Rose Bowl, 4th of July tradition for the rivalry. No, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think, okay, so it alternates. That was the agreed upon thing. So we're the host for the next big match. So we get technically two home games next year. I think if we're going to make any bets, it'll probably be SoFi, except I know we're not doing this Rose Bowl thing. But, yeah, I would think that it would make sense if it was SoFi as they're trying to get things ready for a World Cup and a Champions League or a, what was it, a a, a Club World Cup too. So, yeah. Stoney's shaking his head. What do you want to say, man? I want the Coliseum. Maybe better at the Coliseum. It's that's home. It's literally right next to BMO. Coliseum can fit that many people. Why not? Me too. But is it at that point in time? Is it going to be capable of hosting soccer? Well, is technically, well, wasn't the first like? The, why don't we just try to do what we did this year, where it was the first game of the season, so that way it doesn't collide with mm -hmm. college football. Right. That would be nice. That would be nice. No, I'm with you. If they could fit it in the Coliseum, let's do it. It would be a great thing to do. Um, again, but I just not sure how yeah, it would work out. Again, anything but the Rose Bowl is kind of my vote at this point. I don't want to go to the Rose Bowl. I, I never want to go to the Rose Bowl. I put up with it because we have to be there, but that's hard. That's hard. Um, Olight says same. Throwing it out there. Boom. Um David Day, no fireworks to SoFi. It won't be in July. The only reason it was in July is because of the postponement and the, the odd storm. Again, it was forced. Ooh, Burke is like, this is getting wild, and they have played games there. Dodger Stadium would be cool. Are we yeah. NYFC? Would... No, but but they have had a soccer game there before. They've had hockey there before. I mean... We're not NYCFC. It's a one-off game. It might be a little narrow, though, which plays to our enemy's advantage. Uh, soccer say Cal State Fullerton. Oh yeah, we're gonna change. Yeah, that, we're our third kit's gonna be LA Salsa kits, right? And then we'll play at Cal State Fullerton. We'll go way back. Throwbacks. <laughs> You're like, who the heck is LA Salsa? Look it up. It was killed by MLS. Um, Oh, the lights. Isn't the Coliseum already prepping for the Olympics? That's what I'm thinking is happening, too, is that it won't even be capable of it by that time. <laughs> Berg Fournier, 32.52 in the pavilions. It wouldn't be the first time. Won't be the last time. Fun. I'm with you. I'm with him, too. Oh, the lights says Rose Bowl has Carson connection with AEG. That's, again, not our historical home. I'm with you on that. It just seems weird. Seems off. Uh, Michael is all about the Coliseum. Ox is on board for the Coliseum as well. Uh, Jose Ortega is thinking of the, the 3252 in the pavilions. It would go so crazy. It would be fun. I am not going to lie. That would be fun. Uh, David Day saying, MLS dropping the ball on this if they don't pursue a 4th of July tradition. I can tell you there are a lot of angry people about the 4th of July thing. I know that for sure. Um, Cause again, it pulls people away from their families. It's real. A lot of people selling tickets at the last second. Tony, Tony, go for it. Technically it's a Carson tradition to play on the 4th of July. So yeah. We never really have until now. Mm -hmm. And if we did, it was on the road. Mm -hmm. So yeah, 
it's kind of their thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'll they, see what happens, were, man. I, uh, they were supposed to play St. Supposed to play St. Louis Fourth of July, but that got moved for us, so they play them on Fourth of July. Yes, so that that did happen. So there it is. There it is. All right, there are the comments from everybody. Well done, guys. Um, again, you're the reason why we do what we do. So you guys rock by putting it out there. And I see the the winning vote was Coliseum Tony. So you have that. I'm with it too. It would be great tradition. I've seen a lot of amazing games there. I remember old days of the Gold Cup where it would be four matches in a row. And my my dad and I would actually go to all four games. Um, I saw Canada win the Gold Cup there. I remember that game. In the rain. Yeah. I think it was against and Columbia, if I remember it well. Um, way back when. And it's also still be teams. It'll be mm-hmm. a home game because we can still tailgate on Christmas tree lane. If you want to do a march, it can be straight from the t- Christmas tree lane into the Coliseum, into the entrance of the Coliseum, making this beautiful thing. So why not? Why does Tony have to make so much sense sometimes? I just don't get it. No, it's good, man. I'm with you, dude. I'm with you. Again, if you can fit the field and it's not as skinny as like an NYCFC home game, then I'm all for it. But you know how they're they're renovating that thing, getting ready for the Olympics. If they could fit it in there, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I guess if you can fit NASCAR, you can fit anything. So there's that. <laughs> right? Right. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah, it'll be fun. And I, I definitely want to be at Expo Park for that. I'm with you. All right. So we are at the hour mark, which means... Yeah, it's time. We're closing this bad boy out. Another episode is coming to an end, of course. To do that, first and foremost, thank you guys, as we always do. And we have to have our final thoughts. So I will go to Araceli first. Final thoughts. My final thoughts are simple. You got another home game tomorrow. So as always, just please don't be a jerk. Treat others with respect. Help others out as you can. Always have a backup plan. I cannot emphasize this enough for any match, whether it be home or away. And other than that, I'm very excited to be back in town next week. And hopefully I get to see some of you guys while I'm there. Right. We're all on vacation technically, right guys? So make it happen. Make it happen. Um, Thank you for bringing up that whole thing about being nice to people and all that. I will say this. We're playing St. Louis. There's going to be so many traveling noobs. I'll just say it like that. Just people who do not know the culture. They think they know the culture. Tony's laughing because he knows how it's going to be there. So I walk right through the tailgate. Trust me, there's going to be these St. Louis folks coming out for summer vacation. And they use this as their excuse to come out. And they're not going to know, guys. So I would say err on the side of kindness in this one. Unless they're being completely out of whack. And then you know how that goes. But um yeah be helpful in this one i think you're dealing with expansion fans as well as an expansion team real world tony i'm gonna throw it to you man final thoughts um final thoughts is of course be safe tomorrow it's going to be a hot one so water is important um liquids is important i know most some people will be tailgating i it is a weekday game so don't expect too many tailgates but of course you know bob but Drink responsibly, uh, Joseph said, uh, and RSLA treat everyone's respect, especially with St. Louis. They are not, there's no rivalry there. This is the first time they're coming here. 
So treat with respect until the rivalry, until there is a quote unquote rivalry with them, then go for it. But again, they don't know. They don't know the culture and they don't understand this is not like, you know, oh, I'm going to go visit yada, yada, yada and be there. So just treat them with kindness and until it gets become a rivalry, then we can set the rules of what needs to be done. Um, go full 90. We go full 90 on and off the field. So let's show them what supporter culture is and show them why we're the best in MLS for support. But as I say that, let's try to get a win. I'm tired of winning in the stands. It's, oh, we win in the stands. Cool. I want to win. I want to win on the field, not just on the stands. So, you know, let's get that three points and close out with a vacation and then get ready for all-star weekend. I would love to get a shalala before I go on this break. I need a shalala before we go on this break. I'm just saying it. We, we need the shalala. Um, like Tony says, give it your all. This again, we're going to have a break here. We're going to have a long break longer than we've ever had, especially because we have like a buy from the first round of that tournament. So give all that you have for this game because you're going to be out of it for a while. So make this thing count. Make it count. And of course, staying golden is officially what we do and what we always do. So when we say stay golden, we do mean that. Stay golden. Be on your best. Show what we do in this town and how we do it. Own it, own it, own it. All right. Final word of the day. Let's go there. Final word, Araceli. Stay golden. Oh, it looks like Tony's ready for this. Final word, Tony. Stay golden, Los Angeles. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over.